is the Healthy Families podcast, and I'm your host, Jenny Hatch. I read the clandestine newsletter on Substack, and about exactly one hour ago, there is a new post. Russian military begin naming names. Fauci and Collins of the NIH-created COVID-19. I'm just going to read the article. The link is in the header on Colin. And if you will Google Destine newsletter on Substack, you will find this article published today, December 29th, 2022. Biological update from Russian Ministry of Defense pertaining to the conclusion of the ninth review conference of the BWC. To put it briefly, no ground was made. The West blocked all proposals put forth by Russia to amend the Biological Weapons Convention in order to hold the U.S. accountable for their actions in Ukraine. However, this is far from the end of the road. Russia exhausted all the formal diplomatic channels to no avail, but they show no intent to stop their mission to hold the West accountable for their biological genocide in Ukraine. In response to the West's lack of cooperation, Russia have decided they are going to start dropping names. It's time for scorched earth. This is a passage from General Krilov's briefing. Absolutely astonishing. Quote, we have previously presented materials confirming the involvement of Hunter Biden and his Rosemont Seneca Foundation, as well as other U.S. Democratic Party-controlled entities in funding the Pentagon's main contractors operating in Ukraine. It has been shown how deeply the son of the current U.S. President, Hunter Biden, is involved in funding the U.S. Department of Defense-controlled company, Metabiota. However, some participants in closed projects remain in the shadows, although they are key players in Ukraine's military biological program. They include former DRTRA DITRA Director Kenneth Myers, Executive Vice President of the CIA-controlled InQtel Venture Capital Fund, Tara O'Toole, former head of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Thomas Frieden, former the National Institutes of Health Director Francis Collins, former Battelle Memorial Institute Executive Director Jeffrey Wadsworth, Chief Scientist and President of International Research development and medicine at Pfizer and many others. All of them in one way or another are beneficiaries of the Pentagon's biological projects and are linked to the U.S. Democratic Party, whose leaders act as the masterminds of military slash biological research and the creators of covert money laundering schemes to benefit a narrow circle of U.S. elites. It is these people who should, who should be asked why taxpayers' money is being spent on illegal military biological research in Ukraine 
and other countries around the world. Uh, there's a big graphic here showing all those people I just named. You'll have to click over to the article to see the graphic. It shows all of their photos, their biographies, and the connections. Hunter Biden's interactions with contractors. Again, another graphic. Biden's lobbying of Metabiota. Another graphic showing the connections. And here's back to the text. Russia is no longer pulling any punches. They are directly accusing the named individuals. One of which, one of which my followers will know very well. Dr. Collins, former director of the NIH, the co-conspirator, along with Dr. Fauci behind the cover-up of the origin of COVID-19. Don't worry, Krilov didn't forget. Kir Kirillov didn't forget about Fauci. Despite formal bans, the U.S. budget is being spent on dual-use research. In this connection, the Republican Party has initiated an investigation into the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and President Biden's chief medical advisor, Anthony Fauci. Public funding through an intermediary organization was confirmed for experiments to enhance the pathogenicity of viruses, including coronaviruses, the incidence of which was not widespread until 2019. The investigation found that Fauci openly lied and deliberately concealed U.S. government involvement in the research programs. At the same time, his collusion with social media management to manipulate public opinion on the causes of COVID-19 was revealed. Such revelations raise legitimate questions for the U.S. about the causes of new human-caused pathogens and the patterns of pandemic spread. So now, Russian MIL are bridging the gap between the creation of COVID-19 and the cover-up via social media and mainstream media influence, facilitated by one Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, next graphic is a video that shares several mainstream media articles talking about Fauci. More of the text. Russia's MIL's narrative is on a collision course with Elon about to drop the Fauci, the Fauci files and COVID-19 portion of the Twitter files. Russian military's narratives also seem to coincide with that of Trump Q narratives that COVID-19 was released intentionally by the deep state to implement a medical police state and force mail-in voting to steal 2020 with ballot fraud. It's all pointing to the same conclusion. Slowly, the public is being made aware that COVID-19 was a bioweapon, and the same people who made it covered up the origin, covered up viable treatments, and pushed vaccines that didn't work, which they profited off of, all in an effort to retain and gain power. Russia and the rest of the non-NATO countries want reparations for the millions of lives purportedly lost and the irreparable economic and psychological damage caused by the outbreak of the bioweapon created 
and set loose by the U.S. Democratic National Party and their affiliates. It's happening. The world will know the truth about COVID-19. Signed clandestine about an hour ago. There's already seven comments. Go clandestine, go. And, um, you know, all I can say is that as a long-term vaccine abolitionist activist, um, hallelujah, somebody's saying it out loud. And I am so excited about the direction that all of this is heading. All of the moping I did over the last three years as I watched it all unfold, watched my dear friend Sherry Kane die of a brain aneurysm, all of the sense of impending doom that took over my heart has really been flipped recently with the Twitter files drops and all of the things we're seeing coming out in the media. Ironically, I made a movie last night about Dr. Fauci's wife, who is the gatekeeper for his work at the NIH. And YouTube let it stay up for about an hour before they pulled it and said it was medical misinformation. I didn't provide any commentary. All I did was share a clip of a video from a speech she gave about 13 years ago on medical ethics. And then at the end of the video, I shared the fact that Dr. Fauci came into my life and messed with me and members of my family when I was doing some journalism around the HPV vaccine that came out for young girls back in the day. So here we are, this little demon is being exposed. And I said to my daughter this morning, the thing that struck me the most about listening to his wife give her speech is that she sounded thoughtful. She sounded kind. She sounded really smart. She was the picture perfect person to say, oh, I want someone like this talking to me about medical ethics. She was just very articulate and soft-spoken and she responded to questions in a very logical and concise way. She shared the message that I, that really made my heart sing about free will and people having autonomy over their bodies. So whether she's had a flip in personality and choices, which that doesn't happen very often, but if she's had a flip in the past 13 years and has become very comfortable with being a partner in all of this mess or whatever, I don't know what's going on with her or her relationship with her husband. All I know is that many, many people are sick. So many have died. So many have died needlessly because they were not given good treatments early on that could have helped. And remember the way that everybody chortled and screamed with glee when President Trump himself said that he was taking hydroxychloroquine as a preventative. Remember that day? That was when everybody's laughing their heads off. But here's this treatment that was suppressed, that was defamed. People put them, put people down for using it. You had to go out of the country to get it prescribed. It's used off the shelf in Africa. And what have we seen with the numbers from Africa? COVID barely touched our African brothers and sisters. And it's because they are able to get that drug without a prescription. It's been used safely, even with pregnant women, for the last 50 years. Anybody who got COVID in Africa, they were self-dosing with hydroxychloroquine and they didn't have the mass deaths that we had here. And they're, they're shining bright right now with their numbers because COVID barely nailed them. And I'm so proud of their strength and courage and clarity 
about what's been going on. Some of the brightest stars and the best thinkers about this medical malfeasance are doctors and professionals in Africa who understand exactly what's going on. I look forward to Dr. Fauci being arrested, convicted for crimes against humanity, and all of this being further exposed. And I'm grateful for someone on Substack under the moniker clandestine who's willing to share what's happening right now with these tribunals over in Europe and Russia and the bravery of those who said, no, we've got to out this and expose it and do something about it. I look forward to that being done. So thanks for stopping by. I hope everybody has a great day. I really encourage you to click over to clandestine Substack and give it a look. I think you'll be glad you did. Thank you.